first edition of the Acrophase podcast. Um, I'm Dan, the CEO of our label, and um, we wanted to start a podcast that could introduce you guys to the artists that we're currently working with and let you know a little bit more about them and what's what's on the docket. So I'm George. I'm co-founder and uh, head wow. engineer. <laughs> head engineer of Acrophase and Records. Producer. Um, and I'm really happy to introduce our first guest, Ginger Root, a.k.a. Cameron, who came Hello. all the way from sunny Southern California to visit us in our humble abode here in Nashville, Tennessee. Hello. Uh, yes. So it's really great to have you on this first edition. And um, I think we just wanted to start out with a little introduction to you, how you got started in music, and then a little bit about how we started to collaborate and work together. Yeah, um, so uh, like uh, George said, I'm from uh, sunny Southern California, and uh, so I, I started music uh, actually kind of, I guess by accident. One Christmas, my parents got me uh, like a cheap acoustic guitar from Target, um, not because it was on my wish list, but just because they were like, here's a, here's a thing that uh, you might want to try out, and I was like, okay. So I there came with an instructional DVD that teach you how to play like the 12 bar blues and nice, I, nice. I I treated it like a video game so like I went through all the lessons and I was like I finished the DVD did I'm I now expert level. <laughs> I was like did I win guitar <laughs> and they're like do you want to take lessons and I'm like yeah it's kind of fun so then I started like a uh, guitar lessons and um eventually <clears throat> started playing music more and more um throughout like middle school and high school um, and I, I was in this after school like arts program in high school and that's when I was able to really get a feel for like recording and playing other instruments like bass and drums and all that and uh, slowly that program showed me uh, how, like the fundamentals on how to do a lot of the stuff that I know how to do today and uh, in college I, I had a I had a group um, and we were working on our first EP and uh, it was taking a while and I'm the type of person who just really likes to make stuff like super fast and just churn it out. So I was very like antsy to just like finish a record. So because of that, I, I had all these demos that didn't really fit with the sound of that band and I needed a name for it. I slapped the name Ginger Root on it, made a first like record um, and was just like, I'm, I made something great and then I put it on like Bandcamp and then slowly but surely people are like hey this is like cool like you should keep doing this and then one thing led to another and then dan reached out to me via the most like strange small world scenario um one of his friends uh blake goldberg just uh, we were best friends in kindergarten and preschool um and he was like yeah and he and after we went to preschool and kindergarten we never saw each other ever again um, years later, he found me on Facebook. He realized I was doing music. I realized that he did music. He shared something. Dan got a hold of it. Um, and now I'm in the Acroface family. Two meldings of great minds, Blake and Cameron, back yeah. in kindergarten. Yeah, I can only imagine that classroom. It was Legos <laughs> and Hot Wheels 24-7. Yeah, and, and I think what's, what's really interesting is that both Blake and Cameron are like uh, two people that we like love their music 
and they're both like could not be more different, but also alike in a lot of ways. Like there's like, I think there's this like degree of uniqueness to both of them, but it's like takes place in, in very different settings. Um, but I think one thing that like, I really love about ginger root that is like so unique is that, um, Cameron like has accompanied all of his music with like really great video content. And so the way that I actually really heard about Cameron was through, um, a video on Facebook that he did. And it was, it was called a toaster session and it was of a song called never can say goodbye with the Jackson five, which I'm just going to play a little bit of a clip of right now, because I think that that's just it. We all need a little bit of that in our lives. Um, <laughs> But so like, so Cameron like posts this video on top of some parking garage in Southern California in yeah. front of, in front of his car playing all the instruments <laughs> and it's like so tastefully done and so unique that I was like, oh my gosh, like this is like the melding of everything that I love. And this is like, so in the vein of Acroface, it's like soul music and it's unique and it's a different take on it. And so like, I think that was an instant grabber for us and like talk about how that like how film has played like a huge role in just like music and how how it coincides and like what's different about it how it makes your career a little bit different yeah for sure um i i do know that um i i go to chapman university i'm a film production student like at its at at my core and so music uh is more of a hobby for me um but as i went through film school i kind of felt kind of um I, I kind of lost a spark for like my interest in film just because like it turned into like schoolwork. Mm -hmm. And so I found myself like drifting towards writing music and creating music. And um, what's really cool is, is like, I love trying to combine those two worlds and those two mediums of film and video and versus like audio and music stuff. And so the toaster music things, the toaster music videos that I did um, where I would is basically was this project where I had like three hours in the middle of class I would just bring like a small drum kit and my keyboards and my bass and guitar and would just record a whole cover in that afternoon, accompany it with like a video of me playing it. And it was just a really nice way to not have to like redo or like not have to work on a film or a video solely because the teacher says like, oh, you have to do this. It mm -hmm. was like a very freeing type of thing. And I think that's like what I really like about trying to meld those two is you know, there are rules to both, but then when you combine them, they're like these new sets of ideas and these new parameters that you can work in. So it's, uh, it's just a whole lot of fun. Like at the end of the day, that's what I really like about it. But what I just heard you say is that most of the videos were filmed in a three hour time period Yes, in between classes. That is correct. So I don't know if you guys have seen these videos. If you haven't, you need to pause this and go to YouTube and look at toaster music and yes. try and find some because yeah. it's it's really impressive to just say oh yeah i just filmed this all and recorded <laughs> it all in three hours <laughs> yeah so here's we're just going to take a little break and you guys can listen to a little bit of cameron's version of never can say goodbye which is on uh the album he put out on spotify which features all the songs that he did in the toaster sessions never can say goodbye Never can say goodbye Even though the pain and heartache Seems to follow me wherever I go Even though I try to hide my feelings They always seem to show Now you're 
you're trying to tell you're leaving me But I have to say no, tell me why Is that so? I don't want to let you go So there's a little bit of uh, Never Can Say Goodbye from uh, Toaster Music. Yes. Um, it's really funny because I, I haven't actually really heard that in a very long time, probably since like I put it out. And I think looking back at all 23 songs that I did, which were all covers, it was like just a cover thing. I think this one might be my favorite. It's incredible. I think, I think partially it's just one of my favorite songs of all time so i'm it's a I'm, great song i'm def i definitely favor it and like the fact that it was the first first video i saw of you i was like all right i'm, I'm already sold on <laughs> ginger root i haven't heard anything else he's done but i'm on board it's really funny because um it's not my favorite because like oh it's my favorite it sounds the best or my favorite it's just like it was so that whole day that whole like three hour period of me trying to figure out like how to what is toaster music and how to do this and it got to the point where I guess you're not allowed to play music on the top of the parking structure of the DMAC <laughs> building at Chapman University. So in the video, halfway through, I'm doing a take and this cop just rolls up and just like like parks right behind my car and was just staring at me the whole time. I was like doing the take and I was so freaked out. And I only did guitar and vocals at that point and I wanted to do a full thing. So I packed my car like as fast as I could after the take. I drove to the basement of that parking structure and I just like put on my little overhead light like that comes in the car and I just like tracked drums like as quietly as I can in the basement of the parking lot. <laughs> like trying not to make a sound and if I heard like the door like open I'd like look over and I, I knew I was sweating like so much too because I was afraid I was going to get caught but that's probably why it's my favorite because it was like so like like oh my god am i gonna be able to do this project or not good memory yeah that definitely didn't go back to that garage to track again oh no definitely not that is yeah no i was like that was part of the format yeah, i'm not going back well so um i think like after that i like immediately i i mean i talked to george and was just like george you're gonna freak out when you hear this guy he's he's awesome and we we watched a bunch of the videos and and we talked about it and then you know, over the course of the next few months, um, we were corresponding and it was this kind of weird thing. It was kind of a first for me because I had made a lot of music with people before, but I'd never had this relationship where like Facebook messenger was the, <laughs> like, was the yeah. communication format for making stuff. So like it was, it was really interesting, but, um, but Cameron was sending us demos and stuff. And then finally, um, he sent us this, this song that he was like, all right, I think I'm ready to like release the next single. And um, we're going to talk a little bit about it, but I mean, it was just so cool to hear like music from someone 
who is like making everything they're doing everything on it and and also doing it better than like a like every little thing better than a lot of people who specialize at just one of those things so mm. so um i mean do you want to talk a little bit about two-step uh, yeah um i i wrote the song two-step and i brought it to acrophase and i'm like i think I think this would be let's let's try to do this one like let's work on this one together and so two-step it was really funny because I had this other song um, called having fun that that was gonna be like the next thing that I wanted to put out and two-step it was one of those songs that I was playing around on the keyboard and I wrote in like 30 minutes you know it, it was just like it just came together so organically like I was recording things on loop, looping pedals and playing it back and trying to play drums with it and I was just like this I think this will work and then so I just like made a quick demo and then I sent it to you guys and then we were like let's let's do this let's do this one and so um that's how it kind of came to be very quickly yeah and I I think before we play this another thing just to like really acknowledge that was like made this video all the more infectious was the um, I, I, for copyright reasons, I don't want to mention the, the TV channel, but, uh, <laughs> it was a, a certain house hunting, uh, show. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, a, lot it of was, it was a certain show that featured, uh, couples or single people trying to find accommodations to house themselves mm -hmm. at certain levels of price points and certain levels of criteria met by the real estate agent. If, if you were in a doctor's office, you've likely seen this show. To <laughs> yeah. say the oh, least. yeah. So, yeah. so uh, if, or like if you were the, like sick, like from school, <laughs> yeah. you're like, what's on TV? Oh, this show. <laughs> so, so if you like the song, um, we'll put a link in our bio and you can go watch this video because it's awesome. So, here's Two Step by Ginger Root.
So that was Two Step by Ginger Root, which is out on all streaming platforms right now for you guys to check out. Yeah, so I mean, I think uh, something that we really wanted to do is take a step back and um, talk about a little bit of the inspiration for that song. And you can talk about the writing process a little bit and, you know, talk about a few songs that like really inspired Maybe not like the full form of the song, yeah. but even just like little moments and stuff. So uh, just talk about the song a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so like I mentioned earlier, Two Step came about like within 30 minutes of its like like thought. Like the idea was there and it actually came from this other. Actually, the intro came from a demo that I had that I will not show anyone because it's just like a straight rip off of another song that I I know like is another song and which is why I was hesitant. <laughs> but the intro is the one thing that I was like holding on to the demo because I was like, oh, wow, I really like this intro thing. And then so I just started writing. I was just like, well, this intro can just be attached to anything. And so I started writing like the bulk of the song, the verse and the chorus. And like I said, I was like playing stuff on my keyboard and then I'd loop it and then I tried to figure out a bass part and then I'd like get on the drums and then just through my phone, like on the couch, like recording voice memo, just like, yeah, just like hopefully encapsulating what I was thinking that I was writing and then just like created that, you know, in, in the box in a demo. And then one day I was like, okay, I think I, I think I have a song and let's like workshop it out. And I remember, I think one weekend I'd start from finish and I just tracked everything, like how it, how I thought it should be. And, and so I guess the song came from me wanting to make a little bit more, um, I guess not current would be the right word, but just uh, I know the stuff I made off my first project, uh, Spotlight People, was very much influenced by older styles of music. Um, like it kind of touches on soul. It kind of touches on Motown, which is something that I think at the core I really want to keep. Um, and definitely like how soul music and Motown music de definitely has like a, a sustainable groove in it. And um, so I tried to take those elements and throw it into more of an updated setting. And I, I, and I would, I would like to think that um, I kind of found this way of maybe trying to pave this new sound that I'm maybe trying to achieve, you know, cause if you're, when you're an artist and you're just starting out, you're trying to think what sounds like you. And I think this is, one step closer to, two <laughs> steps closer to how i how i think ginger should maybe sound like um but i guess as far as um inspiration goes for the track uh i know for sure the intro was heavily inspired by a wolfpack song a walk to remember there's this part where it goes from the funkiest groove to the smooth smoothest groove and so i took that transition and just kind of made my own universe around it say like about you talked about transition from something that's so aggressive to something so smooth like do you feel like that conveys like the emotion of the song or just bring someone into a different space I think um what's really interesting is when I when I showed the song to some people that intro is very different from the rest of the song and mm -hmm. so they kind of like try to settle into this world of more of this like atmospheric sound and then it just just the snare drum just comes like pounding at the door just oh, yeah. bang, mm -hmm. just like wakes you up. And I think that is 
like one of my favorite parts of the song is just like you're in this one world for just literally like a couple seconds and then mm-hmm. it's just just kidding like this is where we're going okay and yeah it kind well, of takes also, you different... what's what's so great about it is that like you know the song is is under three minutes long and you have that at the start and then it, it kind of reconvenes at the end and yeah and you're like left with it and it, it but you it's like a different i think it 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 falls into a different place than the intro does. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, yeah, I, I think um, it kind of has like three main parts. It's got like that intro, the bulk of the song, and then it's got this like instrumental outro. And um, I guess it's kind of like, for lack of a better term, I guess a journey that yeah. I'm taking <laughs> along, like the listener along and stuff. But uh, yeah, as far as like sounds go, I was I was listening to JSOM's new record and a big part of her song baby and i found out about that song purely by the music video it's just her and her like a couple dancers just dancing in a ski lift and it's like the cool she's like wearing like this big fur hat and this big fur coat and so the video alone like piqued my interest but then the sounds like the sounds that she achieves also i think she recorded everything in her bedroom too which is a huge huge inspiration being like man, I think I can get this sound out of my bedroom, mm-hmm. you know? And so her drums on that track definitely inspired the drum sound on um, Two Step. Here's a little bit of Baby by JSOM. So that's uh, Baby by JSOM, and uh, I know you've talked about JSOM and Wolfpack a little bit already, but are there any other artists that, like, you really love? Um, yeah, I, I don't sound like her music at all, but a big inspiration for me is definitely Feist's, all of Feist's albums. Um, I, for some reason, just gravitate towards kind of her simplistic arrangements and and her her lyrics are are really cool and unfortunately i just can't write like songs or lyrics like her so but i do know just her essence is like a big just reason why i guess i do music because i saw her there's a documentary uh done about her reminder album called look at what the light did now i highly recommend like anyone to watch that if you're just trying to like do the music thing because it just shows like the process of making a record and touring and like why you make a record and mm-hmm. what it means to her and what it means to her collaborators and it's just I when I saw that record it kind of was a turning point in me being like I want to try I want to give this music thing a try and see mm. see what happens before I did Ginger Root I would listen to either my friend's band or bands that would open for bands I like and just, mm-hmm. you know, listening to all this music and being like, I want to write stuff like that. Oh, no, 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 I want to write stuff like yeah, that. Oh, like, yeah, no, no, exactly. no, I want to do that thing. And and then now I've realized, like, I'm just going to try to do what I want to do. And I think that's, like, a good, like, a, like, breakthrough of having, like, everyone's doing their own thing and it's so awesome and I love it. And from that, now I know that I can just, like, do what I do and mm-hmm. focus on what I'm doing, like, right here and, like, 
my bedroom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I really, I really hate when you're with a friend that's also a musician or something and you show them something new that you've done yeah. and they immediately start comparing it. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. And you're like, oh, you sound like this or like, oh, this track like reminds me of this and you're like, oh, I didn't see that at all. But right. yeah, yeah, I really hope I'm, it does. Yeah, half the time I'm like, I've never heard of that artist or that song. <laughs> well, well, and like also it's like it's, it's coming from a good place, but... But right after you've put all this effort into creating something, <laughs> it's like not the first thing you want to hear. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I like, I think a lot of those influences are, it's funny to me that you say you're influenced by them because I would never go, Oh, like this ginger root song sounds like feist. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, yeah right. like that's never been like a clear thing to me, but like, I, I, I think that's something that makes you really unique because like even really incredible artists who we all love, like we could, we could put on any number of their songs and dissect it and be, be those people that we don't like and tell them <laughs> exactly what it sounds like. Um, but are, are there any other, like, you know, like really odd or out of place artists that you like love? Um, I think right now my guilty pleasure would probably be this band called Kiro Kiro Benito, which is just straight up like candy music. Um, no shame at all. I saw you. Know, it's really funny. It's like, it's like there's this, this series on YouTube, uh, like don't hug me. I'm scared. Or, uh, like the band or like not the band that like the Nickelodeon junior show, like yo Gabba Gabba. It's like if they made music for that, but for some reason it's like instantly catchy and, the only way I can describe it is like pure candy music. And so it's one of the only things that me and my like 15 year old sister, like bond over is like Kira <laughs> Kira nice. Benito. That was her first concert. I took her to, she saw like Taylor Swift before and she was like, like, Oh, we're so far and there's so many people and quick, quick tangent, but Haim opened up and oh, yeah. she was like way into that more than Taylor Swift. But Which the mom awesome. was like, but like Haim is like, oh, this is like too like aggressive, like children, like let's go away. She was like, no, this is like awesome. Like, why are we <laughs> leaving this? And so she was like, she, so I was like, oh, we should go see Kiro Kiro Benito because they're playing at like this really small, like all ages, like venue. And she was like blown away that we were like, the room was only like, like a hundred people capacity and she could like see like what they were doing and she was in awe. And so like that band I think has a definite place in both of our hearts of being like just this really fun time. And so definitely the, their use of like dinky synthesizers and like toy samplers and like just like overall really cheap sounds is definitely an influence on like the outro to two step or really like how I'm trying to put more electronic sounds into the project. All right. Well, I guess on that note, we should, we should listen to a little Kiro Kiro Benito. Uh, brace yourselves. Yeah. Here's Big City from Kiro Kiro Benito. pretty big departure from a walk to remember by full effect for for anyone who's listening just a little uh, bit um i mean i think one thing that's like incredibly striking to me is that it's just like it does sound like something 
that would be on Nick at Night in 2004 or something. Yeah, right, yeah, like a children's show. (laughs) Yeah, but it's, like, it's so great. Like, the melody's incredible. This is awesome. The whole album, their most recent album is just, like, an album full of just hooks. It's just hook after hook. That's awesome. This is bananas. Well, there you have it, guys. Ginger Root's Dirty Pleasure, Kiro Kiro Benito. Um, so I guess, uh, we're coming to the end of our podcast and first off, we wanted to thank Cameron who flew all the way out here on a just red to, eye. Just to be on this podcast. Just no. for the <laughs> podcast. We did nothing else while he was here. Yeah. I'm, I came set up and now I'm going to leave. My plane is already, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah our private jet is outside. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but really, I mean, I think we're one of the things that I really like to emphasize when I tell anyone about what I do is how lucky we are to work with people who are really talented and like willing to give us a chance to like make help them make music and help it get to a certain audience. And, and I think, you know, it's been great having Cameron in town because all these people that like we are friends with and stuff and we showed him the music all got to see him play live and, and kind of freaked out and we're really blown away by how talented he is. So, um, Thanks for coming to town and uh, tell everyone what's what's on the docket, what's up next for Ginger Root. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, yeah, thanks for just, you know, offering and thank you for this opportunity of being in Nashville. I've never been here before and it was one of the funnest trips I've, I've had. And uh, I'm sad to go back to uh, being a Southern California Chapman student, film student, going back to the grind of <laughs> trying to graduate on time and stuff. But um in the meantime, when I'm back at home, I guess uh, Ginger Root plans are uh, I've got a single uh, that is coming out uh, accompanied by a music video. Uh, shout out to Tahila who shot it. We went to Gin- uh, not, we didn't go to Ginger Root, we went to Joshua Tree. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we stayed in the middle of nowhere in this very interesting house. And, and uh, so excited for that. Um, and then uh, we will be heading to Austin, Texas. Um, to play South by unofficially we're gonna be playing Red Gorilla Music Festival and um, some showcases hosted by Chive TV and so we're going with uh, some other local bands Um, shout out to Big Monsta who is helping us out um, planning all that Um, Jimmy Mike and Adrian and uh, just uh, got a like an album in the works trying to finalize everything on that and um, you know just trying to play shows and stuff and so that's what's in the immediate future and Hopefully, um, hopefully, uh, this thing keeps, uh, keeps on rolling. Awesome. Well, that's all we have for you. Um, we're going to send you out with, uh, till tomorrow goes away by Cutworm. I'll have a drink tonight. I'll get to feeling all right. My eyes get chained to you.
Good job. 